0: We're clearly returning to a sense of normalcy. Bill English is back, and so is his walk-up song. Uh, Bill from BibleandBusiness.com, welcome back, sir.
1: Hey, thanks. I
0: thought he was going to
1: do the Eeyore song as my walk-up no, this morning. No, you know?
0: I think we've decided that We're we like you that. We're not going there. We're not going there. We like you better than that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, I mean, especially because you come this morning um, with such bright, shiny headlines and good news, um not not yeah. not really yeah so 300 businesses in a 3 mile um stretch of lake street in minneapolis um and businesses in a 1 mile stretch of university avenue in st paul those are just 300 of the thousands of businesses across the united states of america where not only um do they have to do some physical cleanup they have to now decide um, what to do next. And so I just thought it would be really, really helpful for you to lay out for us, you know, the categories, the strategies, things that business owners need to be thinking about as they turn toward recovery.
1: Yeah. And so I, I tried to group these and I saw, sorry, I got these late to you, but I tried to group these into three basic buckets. The first bucket is cash. The second one is insurance. And the third one is, uh, governance cash is king here right uh, especially when you're you're probably losing money by being closed and now you're looking at reopening and you and you're going to reopen with the idea that you're going to make money but maybe you won't make money if you're following certain state mandates that you can only open at 25 or 50% capacity now I don't know about other states in the union I know here in Minnesota the governor has mandated that certain types of businesses can only open if they operate at a certain reduced capacity. He's talking mainly about restaurants and fitness centers and other places like that. And so uh, you have to kind of look and say, am I am I going to lose more money by opening, or or am I going to be able to reach a a, a cash flow positive? Or am I going to lose less money by opening and maybe at some point reach cash flow positive? The only way you're going to know that is to um, uh, Gosh, do, do your math. cash break. Well, it's, yeah, it, it's an Excel. It's an Excel. Okay. Um, and you got to know your cash break even. You just have to be sure that, that you understand your sources of cash and your uses of cash, what's coming in and what's going out. And are you able to sustain, and for how long can you sustain, given certain operating levels?
0: So we have considerations um, related to cash, and there are some loans available. Um, If you didn't file for PPP, you can still file, and you should file now. Um, Yes. Consider an economic injury disaster loan. What is that?
1: Uh, that's an idle. It's an SBA loan. Uh, right now, they're only doing it for agriculture. But had you uh, applied earlier, you you could have gotten a loan. It's basically a 30-year loan at 3.75% interest. First 12 months doesn't have a payment structure. And they've been very generous. These are economic injury disaster loans are uh, the types of loans that you hear about, like when tornadoes go through a town and you hear that the government is going to offer low interest loans to the businesses to rebuild. That's the kind of loan that this is. And what the president did was he declared the entire nation under an economic disaster because of COVID. And so any business in the United States can apply for one of these.
0: Okay. So, um and then obviously you could you could go and have a conversation um what you're calling a main street loan for midside sized uh, midside businesses um right. and and that's important as well. We got to take a very brief break. When we come back, let's talk about insurance and let's talk about governance. I'm having a conversation this morning with Bill English from bibleandbusiness.com. We are talking about what you can do um as a business owner to recover if your um uh if your business has been Damaged uh, during these recent riots across the United States of America. We'll be right back. Continuing my conversation with Bill English from Bibleandbusiness.com, we have talked about uh, cash as the number one consideration that you need to make as a business owner. What is your cash break even? And then what are all of the What are all the conversations surrounding that? And then, um, Bill, let's talk about insurance.
1: Yeah, I just. This is sort of like
0: what insurance insurance is for.
1: (laughs) Well, it is, but it depends on what you bought, right? Because a lot of a lot of companies don't buy income loss insurance, and I'm going to talk about that specifically right now. Uh, If you and most income loss insurance, by the way, excludes pandemics. Uh, So even if you lost income due to a pandemic, the insurance company doesn't have to pay. The vast majority of policies are written that way. I would say go ahead and file a claim for income loss, even if you don't have it. File it against your general liability or file it against uh, your income loss insurance. You're going to get denied. But I think there's a movement afoot in Congress to set those kinds of insurance Uh, clauses aside and force the insurance companies to pay. It's one of Congress's way to put more money into the market without it having to come from the Treasury. So if you you file a claim, you get denied, then a class action lawsuit gets filed or Congress does something, at least you can be included that way. Uh, It's kind of crass, I know, but it's the way business works.
0: Well, there are also a lot of businesses that have uh, terrorism insurance, and I wonder if once these things are, you know, maybe we're yeah. talking about domestic terrorism. And I would absolutely, if I had domestic terrorism, or I had, to, if I had terrorism insurance right now as a business, I'd file a claim in that as well. Even though, again, it might be denied. I think those are the, some of the language that we're uh, we're going to be looking for. Um, all right, yeah. what else related to insurance?
1: Uh, Just one other thing. Don't be afraid to file for multiple claims. Let the insurance companies sort that out. So if you have a business property loss and you want to file for terrorism insurance, income loss insurance, property loss against your uh, property and casualty policy, file as much as you can. Let the insurance companies deny it. Let them make those decisions.
0: All right. Uh, apparently, um, civil authorities uh, would argue that, yes, vandalism um, is generally covered by insurance. So r- riots are a part of this. That's an interesting uh, interesting note from a listener. Thank you for that. Um, all right. What about governance? And first of all, what does governance mean? Because we're not talking about the government.
1: We're not talking about the government, but we're talking about how you govern, how you run your business. I'm just going to throw out a couple of really interesting things here. First of all, um, uh, if you have a partner and you don't have a good relationship with your partner, now's the time to figure out an end of that partnership. Okay, that's that's one of the things you can do. Secondly, um, if you have uh, changes in management that you want to make as you restart, now's the time to do that. Make those changes now. Get all the changes you can right now. Thirdly, uh, if it's going to take a lot of sweat equity to get your business restarted, you may need to consider giving away some of your ownership to key employees to keep them around so that as a group, you can get the business restarted. And that that's something you may not have had to have considered before COVID, but now you have to consider it today. Um, also, be sure that you're leaning on your trusted advisors to help you professionally and personally through the rebuilding process.
0: You know, Bill, it occurs to me that, um, you know, an increasing number of people want to want to leave the city anyway. The COVID thing has been exhausting. Now the protest thing and the riot thing has become uh, exhausting to many, many people. They're looking to move away from city centers. Uh, I do think there's a conversation that lots of business owners will have about whether or not to do uh, all of the gruesomely difficult work that is required to overcome, uh, in in some of these circumstances, to overcome what has happened to their business. Talk with us about the mental, spiritual, or you know, personal questions related to the, you know, like is my heart still in this? Do do I have the energy and passion to to do this, to overcome this?
1: Yeah, that's that's really Carmen, a great question. Do I have the energy and the mental capacity and is God calling me to reopen this business? Or should I just shut it down, declare bankruptcy, let bankruptcy cleanse the debts? and walk away and say, what's next, God? I think that's a really important question for business owners uh, to ask and to answer. Look, business owners tend to be really crazy smart, highly talented, entrepreneur, uh, highly resilient people. And God may be saying to you as a business owner, it's time for you to move on to the next thing. And what's that next thing? I don't know, but you know you know, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good work, which he has prepared for us in advance to do, right? So maybe our time as an owner is coming to a close, but that experience as an owner has prepared us for the next thing that God has for us. I think we ought to take a look at that and see what God wants us to do.
0: I know several ministry leaders who are, who are doing, or having those same internal conversations right now. And I think that we need to give one another the grace and the freedom and the space to use both the pandemic and then this social unrest that we're experiencing as a country um, to each sort of evaluate, am I am I doing right now? Um, I mean, you know, what I'm doing right now is certainly what God has called me to do for a period of time. But you may discover that God's calling you to the next thing. And this, um, you know, this crisis is equally an opportunity to evaluate um, what you're called to do next. Uh, what, what is the next good work that God has prepared in advance for you to do? And so let me just encourage you to spend some time evaluating that, discerning that with the Lord. Um, I've got a friend who is roughly my age, um, and he's a dad, and his kids are taking a gap year from college, and he's going to take a gap year. Evaluate. I think that's healthy. That's really good. Is it going to cause them all kinds of financial distress? Yes. But you know what? They're already in financial distress. Like, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so, you know, um, so they're going to just do something different together for a year. And, um, you know, the kids are going to get get probably minimum wage jobs. um, And they're going to just all work together as a family to have a year where everybody gets to evaluate the next thing, even dad. And I I think that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I do too. And uh, and, and then now there's going to be some people in their fifties and sixties who say I can't start another career. I would just encourage you that that uh, when people are laid off in their fifties, studies show that thirty percent of them start businesses. Amen. And uh, and they run them well into their seventies. If you're fifty-five or sixty, you're not. You still have another twenty years to twenty-five years of really good working uh, opportunities ahead of you. So what what does God want you to do? You just just go do it.
0: I, I eventually aspire, I think, to um, just be the person who gets to drive my tractor and bush hog a field. I find that so therapeutic. So I'm just saying, know. like, it doesn't necessarily have to be something even in your quote unquote field. I, I mean, your field, your field of work, like you should be thinking about the field. Like right, there's a field, it's ripe for harvest, there's a mission field, there's a physical field out there that, you know, somebody's gotta cut the hay. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, think broadly. Think broadly. Um, there is really, I feel like, for the first time, a really wide open opportunity for people to consider all of the options available in terms of the next good thing that God has prepared in advance for each one of us to do. Um, and so do not feel like you have to return to the same thing that you've been doing. Um, you know, take a deep breath and consider. Consider what the next good thing is that God has prepared in advance for you to do. That's Ephesians 2.10. Thank you, Bill, for lifting that up today. Um, thank you, as always, for the way that you help us uh, see what is happening in the world and the the math related to it. You're my only math-oriented guest. I only am allowed to have one.
1: <laughs> only one? Well, I'm You're glad it. I'm glad You're it.
0: Me. Let no other go. math on the mornings uh, on the morning show. Hey, thank All you right. Bill English as always. Let me direct people You're to welcome. bibleandbusiness.com. We'll be right back.